Greetings, wrestling fans out there on the internet. You are fortunate to be tuning in to the Malapert Smark podcast. I got Vlad and Robert on the show to review the Royal Rumble results, as well as talk about the championship title picture as we are on the road to WrestleMania. Quick disclaimer for this segment, it was recorded before last Friday night's SmackDown, so no one on the panel knew of Cody stepping aside for The Rock to face Roman Reigns instead. We will react to that development on the next recording. But for right now, you can enjoy how we were all so very wrong about who we all thought the men's Royal Rumble winner would face at WrestleMania. Other than that, we hope you enjoy our coverage of the 2024 men's and women's Royal Rumble. She's a she. I can't believe sometimes her nickname is the Destroyer when she has that sweet face. <laughs> Elora the Destroyer, dude. She destroyed like seventh pair of glasses. That's like three hundred dollars, man. Uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Seven hair. It's all right. She's an angel. She's an angel. Poor K. Say something. Poor, I Elora, do a little bark. She's like, what? She's like, she's like, what the hell is this? All right. Welcome back to the Malapert Smart Podcast. We talk pro wrestling here. I got Vlad, the wrestling expert. Thank you for joining me. I also got Robert, the frozen Asian. Yo, yo, yo. All right. So these two guys are my good friends. And we watched the Royal Rumble together on Saturday. They were over. We you know, I was considering doing like a little live stream or something with us, but man, I was a little tipped up, so I couldn't really get anything together, if you know what I mean. So plus, mm-hmm. in that state, I didn't really look good or sound good, so whatever. But it was fun. It was a blast. It was a good show. Let's talk about it step by step, yeah. all right? Sure. Let's start with the Roman Reigns match. Roman Reigns defended the Universal title against Randy Orton, LA Knight, and my boy, AJ Styles. It was a four-way match, and it was going to have a lot of bearing as to who was going to go into WrestleMania as the Universal Champion, which is the more important title at this point. I don't mm. care what anyone says or what Seth Rollins thinks. But, okay, Vlad, do you have any comments about this match and Roman Reigns defending title? Yeah, I mean, nothing really surprising here. We knew he'd win. We knew there'd be some cheating involved. Natalya's won all his matches. Cheating, but it was a four-way with no rules, but okay. I mean, I think it would have been stupid to not have his guys come in and interfere, really. I I guess in that sense, you're right. It's not really cheating, but I guess involvement from the bloodline, I shouldn't say it that way. So, I mean, there really was no surprises here. I didn't really think the match was anything, like, fantastic. I think four-way was a little bit too crowded, too many people involved. I don't think it really needed that. They could have just done, like, really just a one-on-one with him and Orton or him and L.A. Knight. I don't think it really needed, like, a four-way at the Royal Rumble. I don't know. It just seemed a little too much. Uh, it wasn't Roman's best match. He's had a lot of good ones in his tethering when he does defend it at these premium live events. But this was not really one of my favorite ones. I thought it was kind of slow, and it, it didn't really do much for me. I was kind of more interested in the Royal Rumble matches themselves, unlike as Robert mentioned during when we were watching this one, unlike last year where he defended it against Owens and that whole thing with Sammy, that was a memorable thing. This year just didn't really hit like last year. And I think that more to the point of maybe he shouldn't be champion at this point anyways, you know, yeah. but nonetheless, let me go uh, on. Let me get to Robert. Robert, did you have any comments about this match and Roman winning and going into WrestleMania as champion? 
what Vlad said that I said, I totally forgot I said that. But yes, the, the last year's Royal Rumble match uh, that Roman Reigns was involved in was a lot better than this. Definitely the buildup was more interesting. The match itself was a lot better. And the fallout after the match was amazing. This year, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I, I I like all four of the individuals involved in this match. I, I'm yeah, a fan absolutely. of all of them. Yeah. But the outcome was too predictable, and I'm not a fan of Fatal 4-Ways to begin with, so it was just uh, whatever to me. Um, it got Roman Reigns another win heading to WrestleMania, and that's that. That's that's all it achieved. Nothing more yeah, than that. Yeah, <laughs> well, I don't have anything more to add to that. I'll agree with both of you. The build-up. I mean, Roman isn't even like on the show a lot this year, so they didn't really have a chance to have him have storyline build-ups or anything. So yeah, there wasn't really much here. I mean, I love AJ Styles. I love the respect that he gets, that he's in a top spot in a championship match at a major pay-per-view. That's cool. LA Knight too, but it was predictable. So as Vlad says, on to WrestleMania. Okay, let's move along. It's not much to talk about there. I'll talk next about the Women's Royal Rumble match starring Jade Cargill. Surprise appearance. Not very surprising. I think Robert did mention that he thought that could happen. So Yeah, Robert was very on the ball. Robert, any thoughts about Jade and her performance on the show? That was definitely one great debut. <laughs> Even though she didn't win it, what she did do when she was still in the ring and not eliminated was very memorable. So she did yeah. leave, a, leave a really good impression. And I think this was the best match of the night. Uh, there were only like four of them, right? Uh, there were three, well, yeah, four. four. This, was, this was, I think, the best one of the night. Also, I haven't really watched a lot of WWE programming uh, leading up to Royal Rumble. So I didn't know all the angles. So the, the women's Royal Rumble was very unpredictable to me up until when it got to the last three or four women. Then it was much easier to kind of figure out like, okay... It's got to be one of these two people, right, out of the remaining four. But when there were still a lot of wrestlers in the ring, not yet eliminated, I had no idea <laughs> because I, I wasn't really paying attention to a lot of WWE programming uh, leading up to Royal Rumble. So um, maybe that added to the fun factor for me was the uncertainty of who was going to win <laughs> as opposed to like the men's Royal Rumble. But overall, I enjoyed it. But. You want to give any comments about the Jade Cargill appearance? Jade, fresh off of AEW, a coup, you would some would say, stealing her away from AEW, superstar. I mean, definitely one with potential to be a superstar. She's not there yet, but man, that was a great debut. You, they got everything they wanted out of that. They made her look like a legit star. They made her look like she. Oh, you're so <laughs> they made her look like Alora, the star <laughs> of all stars. You know, so all in all, it was it was great it was tremendous debut she she looked super strong she eliminated naya jacks who's like the other big bad and she just by herself just threw her right over that was yeah, that was a crazy spot crazy spot yeah so that, i mean that was a great great look for her i mean i still don't know how she's gonna work in the ring she has like, obviously a great look right i mean she looks like an athlete she's big she's tall she's physical she's muscular she looks like she could you know kick ass but we question her work and can she get where she needs to go to be there against people like Rhea, against bianca you know, people of that ilk that are obviously known as really good workers really really good wrestlers so that's where she wants to go and hopefully she can get there because if they can get her somewhere close to that she's a superstar 
she's a legit superstar because just of her look alone, you know. So as far as her debut, great. And the one thing I also mentioned, I do watch WWE programming and I did not know who was going to win <laughs> even watching. I mean, a lot of people are saying that it was kind of obvious that Bailey was going to win, but I think that's just in retrospect because she did win. I don't know if people were predicting. I mean, I didn't really read the predictions, so I don't really know. I was not predicting Bailey. I'll tell you that much. I was thinking more Bianca as the favorite, maybe Becky as a, like a dark horse. And I was not thinking Bailey at any time. I agree. The show I still kind of don't really get it, but okay. And not that I mind. I love her. I think she's fantastic. Yeah. But it's just I think Bailey's fantastic. It is kind of surprising unless it leads to her, like, as Robert again said to me during the final three, Robert was on the ball throughout the whole night. Maybe because he had the least amount to drink. I don't know. But he was on the <laughs> ball the whole night because he was saying, how, like, yeah, wouldn't it make sense for Bailey to win when he got to the final three? Because then she could feud with, you know, Sky, who's her obviously damage control a teammate and they were even teasing that friction anyways right and once he said that yeah i'm like yeah he's right that's exactly where they're going but for some reason it didn't click because even i said like oh i think they're gonna let jade win this they're gonna actually really stick it to aw have jade win the royal rumble for god's sakes but no for a second i thought it was gonna happen based on who was in the ring because you know. Yeah, who was the final three? It was her, Liv Beckin, Morgan, and who, Bailey, and Liv Morgan, Liv Morgan, and Liv Morgan, right? It was really well done, especially the end of it was really good, really fascinating stuff. As I didn't know which way it was going to go, and all the eliminations were done really well, especially near the end. You just didn't know what to expect, at least I didn't. I'm not someone that reads all the dirt cheat stuff, so if there was some people saying that this was going to go Bailey's way, I didn't read that and I didn't know that. And by watching the show, I wouldn't have guessed that. So. Anyways, really exciting women's Royal Rumble. I thought it was really good. All right. I'll just make a comment about Jade. I think they, they did basically perfect. I think they made her look yeah. fantastic. And I think yeah. I have a feeling because it was kind of weird why they were building up Nia Jax for the past few months. Didn't really make sense to us. But I have a feeling they had an end goal of building her up just to feed her to Jade, which was really great. Turned out fantastic because she's been on the show. She's been getting wins. She dominated the Royal Rumble up till that point, and then Jade yeah. came in and eliminated her. Perfect. Jade didn't win. Okay, this segment is called The Road to WrestleMania, so we're trying to figure out what are going to be the matchups at WrestleMania. So although I'm focusing on Jade here, she didn't win, so she might not be at WrestleMania. I don't know. She could have a spot on there, but she's not going to be in the title match. Okay, I just thought it was worth mentioning because it was pretty damn great, and, you know, they – took her away from AEW and gave her a really insanely high spot. They've been really pushing her storyline-wise to try to make her look like a star. And I think they've been yes. doing gangbusters with that. In terms of who won, okay, Bailey, that's fine to me. I don't see any problem with that, whether she faces Rhea and just loses to her or faces Eosky. Either one could turn out fine. Both of you, I agree. I think it was the most exciting match of the night to me. It was the first match, which was good for them. They were fresh on everyone's mind. People weren't really worn out yet. But it was exciting, especially the end. It was kind of unpredictable. But I'm going to move on unless Robert has anything to say about the Women's Royal Rumble. Just that I can't remember if Bailey's ever won the Royal Rumble before. I believe this is the first time. I, I would think so. I think so. With that being said, I'm really happy for her. I think she deserves this victory. Uh, she's been one of the best women in the company and actually in all of Absolutely. women's wrestling. So I'm very happy with the result. Let's move on to the men's rumble. And it started off with something pretty cool and pretty funky, which was 
Jay Uso was the first entrant, and then when the second entrance music hits, it was Jimmy Uso, Jimmy. his twin brother, who they had separated because they had a falling out, and Jay couldn't even stand to be near him or anywhere near his family, so he left to Raw, and then they saved any type of connection between them for this match at the Royal Rumble. Vlad, how did that moment hit? What did you think of that? Well, it wasn't exactly the that because they had met at that whatever call it wasn't fall brawl but that cage match right so they already had some sort of contact where they had that four and four cage match right but this was a cool moment number one and number two at the royal rumble that's always kind of an interesting spot who's it going to be it's cool that these were two twin brothers kind of feuding with each other kind of hating each other I, I was amused and I was tickled by it given the history and everything that happened with the bloodline this whole past year that they were number one and number two. I thought that was kind of creative and kind of cool. Other than that, there's not really much to say about it, but it was a nice kind of thing. All right. Well, that's my bad that I forgot about the whole War Games thing. Cause they, war when, Games. Jesus, I when, couldn't even think of War Games. <laughs> when Jimmy came out, Jay was like, oh, my God. He couldn't even look at him. You know, it was like, this is, yeah. this is too heavy for me. This is crazy, which was good acting, I thought. But, okay, I forgot that they did have that one meeting before but still i thought it was a cool moment i like you i was tickled by it robert yeah. how did that hit for you that was a great way to start i did not predict <laughs> those two would be the first they had their stare down yeah they had their war games but i think this is their first like one-on-one one and one yeah one-on-one yeah yeah one-on-one for sure so that was cool to see i think that was a great way to start but let's move on to the crux of the matter okay the final two which cody we expected and CM Punk was the other guy. Before we talk about CM Punk's injury, which unfortunately we're going to have to talk about after this, but let's talk about how it felt to see Cody and Punk star and be the last two guys and put in some work at the end before Cody eliminated CM Punk. Let's start with Robert. Well, I did think it would come down to the two of them, especially given the promo on the Monday Night Raw leading up to Royal Rumble. They were, to me, the two favorites to win it but i did still think cody was still the favorite by if a somewhat significant margin where if cm punk had one it would have been a surprise for me even though i do have him as the second favorite to win it i still think it would have gone to cody for sure but yeah it was the right call for them to be the last two now i didn't know about the injury obviously none of us did uh, Wait, until much on, later robert I don't, I don't want to talk about the injury yet. We're going to talk about that next. Let me get a comment okay. from Vlad about Cody and Punk being the final two at the Royal Rumble. What did you think of that? <laughs> I, I, I kind of know what you're going to say, but go ahead. Oh, you, know, you know what I'm going to say because I've been saying it to you in text messages, but this was – I don't know if it was specifically to just stick it to AW <laughs> or not, but – even Cody mentioned in the post whatever thing that he expected this to happen in AW. Now, if that doesn't twist the knife deep into their backs, I don't know what does. They're two of the prominent stars in the wrestling world right now. Last two at the Royal Rumble, both have AW ties, both left in kind of weird terms, especially CM Punk. Punk. Yeah, so it, it was It was a obviously, trip. Uh, this was a it trip. Was a, it was it was a great moment for wrestling fans. And it was, I also thought it was a great last when they got to the, just the two of them. They had this really kind of epic match that kind of started unfolding 
Yes, um, it was like a fucking match, which is incredible considering <laughs> Punk was injured the whole time. Yeah, considering that he just again, well, we'll get to that as we said yeah. that he just tore his triceps again. That he managed to proceed to have a full fledged uh, ten minute thing with Cody, which was great. You know, back and forth action, left and right, left you kind of at the edge of your seat. Now, yes, I agree with Robert. I kind of thought Cody would prevail at the end just because logically it makes more sense story wise for me. If that's what the direction I'd go, I'd go with Cody. So not surprised at the result, but tickled to death that it was those at the final two because of the ties to AEW and the fact that they wrestled in AEW and both left a company to do bigger and greater things. You know, that's really yes. the only way you could look at it. It was humiliating for AEW. Let's just put it the way it is, okay? It's humiliating. Yeah. This is a disaster. Well, they couldn't yeah, use yeah. those two superstars to get them anywhere near their potential. And then they let them slip away, and AEW is struggling with the ratings and collision ratings. Oh, my God. I don't know if you guys have seen that. It dropped below 300,000 on last Saturday. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a, that's oh, nice okay. Punk and Cody, they starred. It was cool. They both did really well. But just as Robert mentioned, there was an injury, and Drew McIntyre DDT'd. CM Punk and he tore his bicep, but he finished the Royal Rumble match. But he's out for WrestleMania, as we saw on Raw. So, Robert, you were going to comment on this. Oh, Sorry, yeah. I cut you off. To go back to the matchup between Cody and Seth being the last two at Royal Rumble. Cody I and did, Punk. Cody so, and sorry, Punk. yeah, Cody and Punk, sorry. I did see at some points when CM Punk was lifting Cody up for the go to sleep. It looked like CM Punk was struggling a little bit, but I thought he was just trying to sell fatigue or pain or whatever. I thought that he was just acting. I didn't actually think he was injured until what we found out later. Okay, yeah, the the injury that we eventually found out about, that's very unfortunate. It actually reminded me of a promo that John Moxley said about a, a CM Punk in oh AEW. I don't know if you, you I don't know if you, do you remember? Oh, well, yes. <laughs> well no, there, no, there was, there was a, you remind that, us. You, yeah, I try no. to usually just, I usually try to ignore Moxley. So please. No, no, remind no. Us. <laughs> well, the only part about the promo that I remember from John Moxley, he, he was clearly uh, talking about CM Punk when he said fragile ego, fragile mind, fragile body. He, he used those words to describe CM Punk. Um, and th that, uh, I believe that promo happened, I want to say, after the match where CM Punk got a foot injury during his matchup against John Moxley. And so, so I immediately thought of that promo <laughs> when I heard about CM Punk's uh, latest injury. But yeah, this is unfortunate. I I don't know what ultimately the WrestleMania plans were for CM Punk. I don't know if they were really going to go through with uh, the potential dream match with a Stone Cold or if he was going to end up fighting Seth Rollins. Either way, it would have been interesting to watch. I would have been into it, whichever way. I would have preferred Stone Cold. But anyways, from what I've heard, this is going to take several months to recover from. And that's unfortunate. You know, he is one of the needle movers. In, in the wrestling business so sucks that he's not going to be involved in wrestlemania it's unfortunate and it's, it's really sad because this keeps happening right vlad yeah yeah i think at this point you have to say that as much as i like him and i think as much as maybe we all like him that he just can't he's like let me compare it to like chris paul 
one something that Kahan can relate to. Yeah, when he, he was on the Clippers. Yeah, he just yeah. can't stay healthy when it matters most, and he can't get through these tough big shows, these matches, because his body's kind of beat up. He had that seven-year break from wrestling, and it's hard to kind of get back into it like that and keep your body right when you're not going like all these guys do 200 plus days a year or a lot of them do at the very least um so it's tough when you have that type of time off and we're talking years and years and then you try to get back into it like that and you're not really that young anymore you're in your 40s it's hard to kind of maintain all of that going forward so at the very least it's hard to rely on him to get through something injury free anymore as much as we like his character as much as we like his promos and I like him. You know, I'm a big fan. I like all that stuff. I like everything. But the way he thinks of wrestling from a psychological standpoint, I appreciate all of that. But at the same time, it kind of is what it is. If you're injury prone, you're injury prone. I mean, uh, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Chris Paul, you name it, Anthony Davis, whatever. <laughs> and he certain, wasn't, it wasn't even like a crazy move. It was just a DDT. Exactly. So that's the thing. So if that's going to get him injured, what can you really expect? If any so you type think they should keep trying again and again and again to get him to... Be in major storylines. AEW kind of gave up on him. They're like, he's a troublemaker and he can't even stay in the ring. So they gave up. I mean, this was a minor victory for AEW. You know how we were saying the Royal Rumble yeah. Final Two was a disaster for AEW? This was yeah. a little bit of, of a saving grace yeah. because it made this them look like... This is the only thing, like... I agree. <laughs> yeah, it didn't make them look like they were right, but it made them... I don't think that's but that, that's the thing. They didn't get rid of him because of his injuries. They would have kept coming back to him if he wasn't. Yeah. Right, right. But it sucks yeah, when, so you, when the guy just keeps going off TV <laughs> for six months. It's like, what can you do with the guy? You know what I mean? But I agree. I completely agree. And that's why I'm saying than, that at this point, it's hard to rely on him. It's, really it's hey, more than disappointing, Robert. It's, it's almost sad. Like, it's sad to the point where, like, dude, you're going to give up. But, I mean, they tried to save it on Raw. So they had a good segment where he came out and at least, you know, Fantastic he had a segment. great Fantastic promo. Segment. And then he even Fantastic got physical segment. with Drew McIntyre because Drew McIntyre right. came out and said, you deserve this or I, I, I'm yeah. happy this happened. I prayed for this. I prayed for this. I prayed for this. I like, whoa. McIntyre is getting oh, – all praise to McIntyre because he's getting great heat from this. He got great heat from, so, that, from that whole promo. But I just wanted to say yeah. that I'm glad at least they used the injury. They didn't just send him home. And say, yeah. all right, you know what? We'll see you in six months. At least they, you right. know, he got physical a little bit with what he could do. It was pretty good. The little spat they had with Drew McIntyre. So I guess they're gonna try again. They're gonna wait for him to come back and then have a feud with Drew and then see if they could push him into next year's WrestleMania. Which, you know, God, I I hope so. But man, okay. I think I, they have no man. choice but to try again because, as Robert said, there's very few guys in today's wrestling that really move the needle really make a difference in your business, like really make a difference. CM Punk is one of those guys. They have no choice but to keep trying as long as he wants to keep trying himself because there's very few guys out there that really make a difference to your business in wrestling today. It's not like the old days where there's like maybe 10 guys, 15 guys, 20 guys that you could point to that like, okay, these guys could carry a company. In today's wrestling, the way it's been booked, especially WWE wrestling, there's not that many guys, as we know, that can really make a difference in your business. And he's one of them that does. So they have to keep going with him oh my God. as long okay. as he's willing to. Give it another That's try. I don't know. If it happens again next year, like, God, I'm just gonna, like, forget it, bro. Like, I love you, punk, but just go home, man. Anyways. I I, I'm not, I wouldn't disagree with you. I'm, I'm not saying I disagree with you. I'm just saying from a business standpoint, they have yeah. to try because he makes a difference. That's true. All right. 
last thing we're going to get to for this WrestleMania talk, because it is the road to WrestleMania as we're talking about this. All these things that happen from now until WrestleMania is going to shape WrestleMania. So Cody won the Royal Rumble. Any chance he chooses Seth instead of Roman? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me? I go first. Okay. Yeah, you uh, go first. To quote the canceled Vince McMahon, <laughs> no chance in hell. Oh my God. No, he's not going to choose Seth. He's going to choose Roman because he's not a guy. No, I'm not going to say he's not so a that guy. That was a he's waste of time segment on Monday that they had where Seth was trying to convince uh, him my title is well, more first important. Of all, well, first of all, Seth is all messed up himself injury-wise. What sense would yeah. that make for Cody, the ultimate good guy, to face the injured guy yeah, at easier. WrestleMania? That's what he wants to face this easier injured up guy, or he wants to face the top. That's what Gunther guy is. Do. <laughs> well, but Gunther is the heel here. Cody's like the face of all faces, right? So yeah. no, it doesn't make any sense for him to face an injured up uh, Seth. It would make so, sense for Gunther, but not for so Cody. So it's gonna be Roman Cody, and Cody wins. It's got to be. It's got to okay. be. It has okay. to happen. It has All to right. happen. We, I just year. wanted to get that clearly on tape. All right, then. On tape, <laughs> for the record. Please document this. Cody Robert... must win at WrestleMania. There's no way he chooses Seth. I, I want to point out like a lot of the issues that I have with <laughs> Seth Rollins' promo on Raw, like why he should be chosen as opposed to Roman Reigns as the opponent. The title that Seth has currently, to me, feels more like a consolation prize. It's like nobody could be Roman Reigns, so let's just create this other title. But it's not really the main title. And I believe a lot of fans' perspective is kind of more in line of pretty much of what I'm saying right now. They view Roman Reigns' title as the real title to go after. So... Yes, that's great that Seth is defending it much more frequently than Roman and actually shows up to almost every episode. That's great. He wants to say the Roman Reigns title, you shouldn't go after that because that's a title on someone that almost never shows up. Okay, what about all the other former champions that held the title before? Should we disregard the lineage of everyone that held it? I mean... You're just describing the current champion. That doesn't mean everybody who's held that title was always like that, right? And Cody does win it from him. He could change the culture of that championship. He could be what Seth Rollins is for his championship. He could be the workhorse and defend it way more often than Roman does, right? So also, Roman is the much bigger name. It would make more, the headline of Cody beating Roman Reigns would be a lot more significant than Cody beating Seth. So that's another point that goes against Seth Rollins. And then lastly, Cody's already beaten Seth, not once, not twice, <laughs> but three times in a row. Like, yes. really, what would be more impressive, beating the person that you couldn't beat or beating the person you've already beaten three times? That just makes no sense. So it would be really stupid for Cody to choose Seth over Roman. All right. So, yeah, that's... All right. that's a good wrap up to this segment. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us for our WrestleMania talk. We'll see. We got a couple months left till it actually happens. Many things could happen, I guess. Twists and turns. Injuries. The Rock we didn't even mention. I did hear sure. something say what, that The Rock. What's he going to be up to? 
Yeah, right. so if he fights Roman, maybe they're setting up Cody and Seth. I mean, all it would take would be for Seth to kidnap uh, Cody's wife, and I'm sure that's going to end up uh, being a feud right there. You know what I mean? Kidnap so... He can really walk. I guess. Kidnap? You know what I'm saying. They could make something out of it if they wanted to, but it's still a wild card. The Rock is still a wild card. So we'll... I think that's right. That's a big point. The Rock, what's he going to be doing at WrestleMania, if anything? That's the thing left to be decided. All right, let's put a pin on this. We're going to move on, and we're going to do other topics. We're going to go back to a classic wrestling, 1996 WCW. If you guys haven't subscribed to our channel, we've got lots of classic wrestling talk, modern wrestling talk, everything you need in terms of wrestling. Add us to your list of favorite podcasts, please. We're also on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, whatever the fuck else, wherever you get your podcasts. There's a million of those apps. CastBox, that's my favorite one, but okay. Anyways, guys, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you soon.